0: Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to encourage you that you're about to get more than you lost. Before we get started in your daily cup of inspiration podcast, I want to say welcome to another episode. My name is Deanna Hobbs. I am founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where my team and I fuel your faith every single day, Monday through Friday. I come to you with encouragements that the Lord gives me to share with you, to empower you, to do whatever it is that you are called to do. If this is your first time, welcome to you. And if you're returning, I'm so glad that you are here again. I pray that your faith is strengthened today. Before we get started, I'd like to begin with a prayer. Come on, let's pray. God, thank you so much for this time that we have gathered together. Thank you for the word that you are going to send forth that is tailor-made for our situation and our needs. I pray for every person listening that you will allow them to Hear the word that fits their unique circumstance. And we praise you for the power, the anointing that governs this podcast and that will work in our lives and help us bear fruit. In Jesus' name, amen. I was thinking about something that I remember like it was yesterday. I had gotten the left headlight fixed on my car. I was glad I would no longer need to worry about being stopped by the police, and all the repairs were officially complete. I passed inspection. I was good to go. It was the mid 90s when I was beaming with pride over this rusty blue and black vehicle with no power steering. It was the first car I ever owned and I loved that thing. Even with all its imperfections, the wheel though was so difficult to turn that when it came time to park at home, I had to ask my dad or one of my brothers to do it for me. I simply wasn't strong enough. Have you ever driven an automobile with no power steering? If so, you know how rough it is and if not I hope you never have to do it but despite how nearly impossible it was to turn the wheel since I'd never had a car of my own raggedy or not it was mine and I was happy I was a broke college student scraping by and my rust bucket was a blessing to improve its appearance a bit I remember my brothers encouraging me to pick out some shiny hubcaps you could call them bootleg rims from Walmart they told me I was styling with my shiny wheels and my rusty car. I wasn't so sure about all that, but I did like the way the accessories looked on it. Well, the very day, I got everything right with my two-door hatchback. My sister Chevette asked me to borrow it to make a run. I said, oh, sure. I was getting dressed to go somewhere, and since she'd be back shortly, I was happy to oblige her. Well, a few hours later, one of my cousins, Joey, knocked at the door of the house and he said, hey, your sister was in a bad accident. Now, at first, because Joey was extremely silly and always joking, I thought he was just playing. But no, he was serious. He told me the car was totaled and that Chevette was pretty banged up and she was at the hospital and he had come to take me when I got there. I went to Chevette's bed in the ER at Erie County Medical Center. We just call it ECMC here in Buffalo. And I walked behind that multicolored pastel curtain, and she was lying there. Oh, my goodness, she was so swollen. She had dried blood on her face, and she was wearing this brace on her neck. It was terrible. I had never seen her like that. And I remember the first words Chevette said to me were, I'm so sorry about your car. I didn't mean to crash it. Somebody hit me out of nowhere. And I was just watching as these tears of pain and remorse fell from her eyes. I was crying too because it was awful seeing her in pain like that. And I said, girl, I'm not worried about that car. I can get another car. I'm just glad you're okay. Though I was sad, of course, to learn that the small automobile I had spent all my little pennies on was gone, what I had left was by far more important. I could get another car, but not another sister. And I was thankful God spared Chevette's life. I still had her. You know, there have been other seasons when my losses were much bigger than a beat up old car. When my husband and I lost a baby after I miscarried in my second trimester. That was hard. When Kenya lost his job back when he was the sole breadwinner in our house and we had just brought our second child home. She was two weeks old. That was hard. When I lost my mobility in my left arm and hand and lost my health and the ability to take care of myself for months after surgical complications, that was hard. Loss feels hard. And, and sometimes we mourn our losses. But at some point, you've got to stop hanging on to that pain. And you've got to stop looking in life's rearview mirror and focus on what's ahead and focus on the fact that you serve a God who's able to restore, renew, and do something even greater. Many times, it can be like the children of Israel felt when God used Moses to free them from Egyptian slavery under the heavy hand of Pharaoh. Their captivity was finally over. There were certain things they enjoyed in Egypt, though. That they lost along their desert commute to their prophesied destination. In Numbers 11 and 5, when the Israelites were in the wilderness being fed with manna, which is bread from heaven, and in Hebrew it means what is it? They couldn't stop reminiscing. They were longing for that Egyptian cuisine. They said, we remember the fish we ate in Egypt at no cost. Also the cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic. But they didn't have all of those familiar things anymore. What they were left with was something unfamiliar. Even though it met their needs, they felt like, what is it? Sometimes God will carry you through a season and bring you into a new territory or a new experience or a new opportunity or a A new challenge he'll allow to come into your life. And you'll be saying, God, what is it? What is this? I've never been in this position before. I've never felt this way before. I've never been challenged in this manner before. And when you're going through your manna, what is it season? It can be very uncomfortable, particularly if you're stuck in yesterday, romanticizing where you came from when God is trying to get you to embrace your new day and envision where you're going to. For Israel, a new season was coming. That was going to be better than their last. Their ladder would be greater. They were headed to the Promised Land, a land flowing with milk and honey, as the Word of God describes it. Things were about to start looking up. A big shift, a change, an improvement was on the way. They were getting ready to walk into their inheritance, enjoy their own land, and be tremendously blessed. They were frustrated, but they were about to get more than what they lost. And so are you. This is just a transitional phase. What you're about to receive is greater than what you lost. Stop looking behind you. Look ahead of you. God is going to pour out his blessings and his abundance in your life. But you've got to be willing to face forward and stop obsessing over the past. Your history is not your destiny. God has greater for you. But you can't be busy missing that old thing and end up missing the new thing God wants to do in your life. Release the past. God has greater for you. Whatever you've been feeling upset or frustrated or worried or anxious about, God is sending you this word to let you know. That there's greater for you. He's got more than what you lost, but you got to trust him. Move forward, progress in your thinking so you can experience progress in your life. To help you do that, I'm stirring one of my favorite go-to verses to help you get unstuck into your cup of inspiration. And it's found in Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 in the English Standard Version. And it says, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing now now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. As you drink down the contents of your cup, the word of the Lord has come to empower you today and to fortify your spirit and to help you remember who you serve and what he has in store for you. There's a greater blessing for you, a greater season of prosperity. God is increasing you and what you have lost. Some of it he's going to restore and some things he's going to renew altogether. Whatever it is that you're trusting God for. Know that he's going to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that's working in you, according to Ephesians 3.20. I want to pray with you right quick before we go today. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. It's not accidental that they're listening to this podcast, but you're sending this word in season that's tailor-made for them to let them know that what's coming is greater than what's been. I pray that you would give them the strength to release their ideas of what is ideal. Help them to stop looking at their history and begin trusting you, the sovereign one who does all things well, to craft their destiny and bless them in ways that they could have never imagined. In Jesus' name, amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.DeannaHobbs.com